Hey everyone, uh, welcome back to another episode. Well, uh, wind turbine uh, ended up breaking one of the turnbuckles. <laughs> so um, the wind's picked up today. Uh, we're getting some really, really good power out of the wind turbine, like extremely well. Um, but luckily I was home um, doing some things real quick and I noticed that I heard a pop. And I, and I looked outside, I'm like, what the? And I, I looked at the wind turbine and I'm like, hey, wait a minute. One of the um, guide wires um, was flapping in the wind. And I'm like, hmm. And I'm like, there's no way it pulled the boat out of the boulders, you know, because they're, they're eight inch um, concrete lag boulder um, boats. There's, there's no way it's coming out of the boulders. And then I realized that the turnbuckle um, snapped and broke. So that means there's a lot of force, a lot of wind. Um, but also those turnbuckles weren't the biggest turnbuckles. They were just some turnbuckles I had laying around. Um, so what I'm actually going to do to uh, remedy the problem is to actually just go and get big, heavy-duty turnbuckles. Um, you know, when I was putting them on, I'm like, hmm, I wonder. Um, but, you know, I had them laying around. It was just, you know, something I didn't have to buy. Um, so right, right now what I have is since the turnbuckle was broken on one of them and the other two are good... Because the winds are coming from one direction, and so the guide wire that's um, you know um, trying to pull it back the opposite way towards the wind um, is the one that actually broke. The other two are in good shape. Um, right now, I actually have my ranch truck um, parked up on the hill, and I actually have a ratchet strap um, tied to the loop on the guide wire going to the tow hitch to the bumper um, on my ranch truck. Uh, it's nice and taut and it's, it's good and the pole is all nice and um, straight up in the air um, just to hold it temporarily because if I don't find a here's the thing I don't have another turnbuckle on hand so obviously if I just let the pole kind of bend over from the wind you know I'm taking a big chance of the pole snapping and everything falling apart so I don't want to do that so temporarily I do have a um, ratchet strap uh, a heavy duty ratchet strap so I don't have to worry about that um, tied to the vehicle and obviously the vehicle is extremely heavy so I don't have to worry about that so as soon as I get uh, time to run to town I'll go and purchase some um, bigger heavier duty turnbuckles and I'll go ahead and probably just change out all three of them to the big heavy duty ones and then uh, we should be good to go uh, today in fact I'll give you guys some updates right now on the wind turbine production live okay let's see right now we are getting Anywhere between 800 and 1300 watts. So it kind of fluctuates. Obviously, it's the wind. Um, yeah, today, let's see. I'm actually looking at my uh, my display in my house. Because it tells me right now it dropped down to 700 watts right now. 719, 750, 720. So it, it goes up and down, yeah. Um, but what I've noticed is it's been staying pretty much right around um, between, it depends, the wind, the winds come in like waves, you know, so you'll have like some extreme winds for a while, and then all of a sudden it, it'll kind of taper off a little bit and drop down a little bit and then kind of come back heavy again for a while. So that's kind of how the winds are here at least, but they are stable as far as the power production, you know, it doesn't just stop producing power, it's producing power nonstop. Like right now, it just jumped up to 900. Uh, now it dropped down to 500. So, you know, it's always producing power, but it's just a win. So, yeah, working great. Um, so far, I mean, I haven't been around a whole lot because I've been working a lot. 
So I haven't been able to see what the maximum production is, and I just kind of forgot to look. Um, but, you know, on the days that I'm home and it's windy, I'm going to obviously monitor it to see if we get better power than um, before. Because what we did was we raised the wind turbine higher in the air. Um, before, it was only about 10 feet off the ground, and now it's, what, 30-something feet in the air? I can't remember. Um, but it's, it's a lot higher than it was for sure. So, yeah, at least that's working great. Um, my battery system at 10 right now, it's, it's actually almost 1 p.m. At 10 o'clock, a little bit before 10 o'clock this morning, like 9-something, uh, my, my Tesla batteries are fully charged already. Um, so basically I have the system set up in a way that once the system charges, I can start using all the extra power that I, that's not going into the batteries anymore because they're charged. I can use them in other ways. And so right now, basically the system is essentially floating, but producing power and I'm consuming power in other, other ways. So that way I'm not just wasting, you know, power for nothing as far as like, here's an example, right? Like if I didn't start using the power in other ways, then basically from nine, almost 10 o'clock this morning until late this afternoon, basically the solar and the wind turbine are just, you know, not doing a whole lot because the charge controllers were tapered down the amount of power coming in because the batteries are already charged, right? So basically I have a whole day that I can use the extra power for or whatever. And a lot of instances you can use it for heating hot water, um, powering certain things, um, charging a secondary battery bank if you have one. Uh, you know, you can use the power. You just got to determine how you're going to use it, right? So right now it is being used on, uh, let's see, one, two, I think two different items right now. Yeah, two items right now. But yeah, set up your system, guys, and, um, you know, you'd be surprised. That's the one thing about having more solar panels than you need or, you know, more power from a wind turbine than you need or... You know, because you just have that huge buffer that you can easily just, you know, push power around to whatever you need. Like, I'll give you guys an example. I'm thinking about purchasing a split air conditioner um, for the living room and for my bedroom. And I can tell you right now, I could easily run both split um, air conditioners, no problem, and still have extra power. I looked at the power consumption of the split AC units, and I could easily, without a doubt run both of them from early this morning until late this tonight no problem tons of power so i am i'm actually thinking about doing that because i have a lot of extra power which is an awesome feeling uh, obviously during winter months you're not going to be using it but it does have a heater feature so if i need to turn on the heat um, i can do that so that's why i like the split ac conditioners because they look nice they function very well they're ac and heater as well so it's a, it's a dual purpose. So that's very convenient. And in either scenario, if I'm heating or cooling, uh, you know, if we have the extra power available, then I can usually just turn on whatever I want in my house as far as that's concerned and use up that power instead of it just not going anywhere. So, but yeah, if you guys are thinking about maybe a split AC unit, that's something to look at. They have, you know, uh, different BTU models for different size rooms. So obviously like the split AC that I'm thinking about putting in the living room, um, it's going to be a bigger one because the room is bigger for the living room and the kitchen. But then for like the bedroom, I don't need such a huge one. I can go with a smaller version because the square feet in the room in the bedroom is smaller than the living room and the kitchen, right? So you got to figure out what's going to fit for your needs if you're thinking about something like that. Uh, on another note, on the mini excavator, 
So, uh, after talking to him today, it would appear that the... So, kind of backtrack just a second here. Um, the, the new excavators that they have for sale, they, they don't have any on island right now. Okay? So, they're going to have to ship them in. But there was one on another island next to us that they were they're going to be shipping in. And what that was, was that was actually a excavator that another customer decided to um, purchase. But while they're shipping it from the mainland to the next island to our island, that's why it's still in transit, technically. Um, he That person that ordered it decided to change his mind and go for a lot bigger machine. Okay? And so essentially that machine is still being shipped over here anyway. Which is good because guys like me and other people are looking to buy machines. So um, that one is still coming in regardless. Um, but because the other bigger machine the guy wanted to upgrade to is not going to be available for a while, the dealership that's selling the equipment said that technically if it arrives and he still wants it because essentially he already qualified to buy it and all that stuff, he already went through all the motions for it, he does have the right to still take the machine. So he has a decision to make by, you know, from now until like the first week of December, if he's going to still take the existing machine that he brought in. Because right now, if he, he wants a, he's going to get a bigger machine, he wants a bigger machine, but it's going to take three to four months for it to be shipped from the mainland over here, from what my understanding is. And so he may be too impatient to wait for the bigger machine and just say, hey, you know what, I'll just settle for the smaller machine. And if that's the case, then the one that's being shipped here right now is not going to be available to the public. So what they're saying is that if he makes that decision that he doesn't want it, then yes, it'll be it'll be here and be available for the general public if they want to purchase it. So that's the kind of the, the catch-22 on it. Now, obviously, I could just tell them, hey, ship me in my own. And they could do that. They could ship it in from the mainland, but then it'll still take three to four months. So um, I do have some time to make my decision. I've been really thinking about it. I want to do it. But, um, you know, it's, it's a very expensive item. And I want to make sure that I can apply it in as much aspects of my life and mostly my business because that's what's going to be paying for everything. Um, you know, I want to make sure I'm making the right decision. So at least I do have some time. I have a buffer time to really think about things. So if that other machine comes in and the guy doesn't want it and he wants to wait for the bigger machine uh, and it becomes available to the public, um, at that time I can make that decision. Yes, I want to move forward or no, I want to hold off for a little bit. You know, and here's the thing, guys, you don't have to feel rushed to to buy these things. OK, because they're expensive. OK, don't rush yourself. Think through the process. And that's what I've been doing. I've been really thinking through the process. So right now, what I'm doing technically is on the back end is I'm pushing the service of what the machine, the, what the machine can do to drum up more business on it to see if I can justify enough business right now with the whole pandemic going on to justify it. Because if I take it to apply it to my current businesses, sure, I'll use it. But I want to make sure that I can work that machine almost every, at least every day or every other day. I don't want the, mach the machine just sitting, right? Because there's a lot of money being invested. So if I had to apply it to my current businesses, it'll probably get used once. If I had to use it just in my current businesses, um, at least once or twice a week, Okay. And to me, I need I need to work it more, right, in order to justify. I really want to work it like every day or every other day at least. So right now, I'm drumming up business on it to see the demand uh, and then go from there. So it kind of gives me a, a really good time right now because the machine is still coming anyway. 
and I have time to see if it's going to be a, a good decision right now with how the economy is, um, especially with the whole presidential election thing happening. You know, the economy might jump up or it might dr- jump down, you know, and we're still essentially recovering from the pandemic, you know. So, you know, you really got to weigh all these things out when you make a big decision like this. So for me, regardless, my other businesses are still doing well, no problem, and I'll continue doing that. But as far as me adding another tool, um, that's that's something I can I can debate on for a little while. You know, I have at least until that machine gets here, and then if it becomes available to the public, then you know I can make the decision there. But even if I decide not to buy the one they ship in, or the guy decides to keep the one that's being shipped in, and I still want to buy one later on, I can do that. I can absolutely do that. You know, have them ship it in and go from there. So, yeah, um, you know, I'm not so stressed out today, guys, because I had some time to think about things. And, um, yeah, you know, you just got to slow down sometimes and not try to rush it. You know, if I want to buy one now, I could do that. Absolutely, I could buy one tomorrow. You know, give them the money and then that's it. Um, Or I can see how things go a little bit more and play it safe and make sure that I can apply it more than the amount of times that I need it in the current business because I want to branch out right that's the whole point I want to branch out and expand into a lot of other things but I have to make sure that there's enough business there kind of like what we did with the um the business test for the other business I was thinking about starting up the $19,000 one um we did the test on it and yes someone could absolutely start that business up and make money but it would be a slower return on investment on that business right and for me, I'm used to a certain way. I'm used to a certain volume because I know I, I've been doing this long enough that I, I need a certain amount. I need a threshold that it has to cross in order for me to say yes or no, you know. And for me, it didn't. that other business that we were doing the test on um, did not cross that threshold for me to pull the trigger on $19,000 equipment. Now we're, now, we're in a whole different scenario, right? That's done and over. And now I'm thinking about purchasing a seventy-one plus thousand dollar machine, right? But I also have to make sure that there's going to be enough there, enough business there to justify that cost, you know. So we'll see. I'll let you guys know for sure. In the meanwhile, I'm about to go to town, go get some turnbuckles, uh, go back out there, fix that uh, wind turbine um, tie down points, and um, yeah, I got to get back on paperwork. Hope you guys' day is going well. Stay positive, guys. Always weigh things out. Never rush. You know, if you need time, you need time. Um, If you're ready to go, then you're ready to go. I'll see you guys on the next one.